conservative dynamic duo. Just new costumes and no utility belts normally. The Libra Brothers on 820 WMTW. So, uh, Northam says the virus is racist. But it really means Virginia's race. Hollywood actress is upset that you're buying guns during this crisis. I bet she's surrounded by a lot of guns protecting her. I'm just... Possible. Probably. History, 2,000 years ago. That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio as the Founding Fathers intended. No, seriously. Jefferson, Madison, and Henry. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this... Uh... Beautiful Friday afternoon. I think it's really nice out there myself. It's in the 50s, but you know what? It's Good Friday. It is. It's a phenomenally. It's supposed to be in the 50s on Good Friday. It is supposed to be in the 50s? Okay. I didn't know there was a temperature that was supposed to be attached to the. Yeah. Yeah, there is. I'll I'll, I'll show you the story on it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Coming up at uh, at 5 o'clock, Generals Washington and Patton. Give us examples on how to respond to a crisis. I think you'll be amazed by this. Truly great. Truly great American generals. And then, of course, Joe Biden is the gift of gaffes. And we have more this week. The guy is amazing. He's just absolutely amazing. It really is sad. But uh, think about it. It's sad and funny. And thank God for him because we have good radio. Absolutely. But, But, uh, But first... This weekend represents the greatest event in all of human history. It is the very capstone in time, and it changed the world forever. Well, if we had the uh, the audio, we could uh, we could show you why it is in fact the capstone. It was a race, a race to see history. But who would get there first? It was barely light enough to even see, let alone run. Oh, but they ran. And they ran faster and faster. They had to know if what Mary said was true. John won. He got there first. He was more eager to see, or perhaps more eager to confirm could it be could it be he thought could it be that mary was right peter was right behind him but it was john that saw first the stone was moved the guards are gone mary magdalene was right someone had taken the lord's body but john noticed something else the grave clothes they were still there even separated by the head wrap but but why 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 would someone take the body and leave the grave clothes unless unless perhaps perhaps peter finally caught up he couldn't wait to see breathing heavy from the run he paused and went into the tomb immediately he believed He saw the undisturbed clothes. He remembered the third day. He did exactly, exactly what he said he would do. Christ was alive. But he asked himself, what about the others? 
will they believe? He turned to John and said, The others, we must tell them quickly. Peter and John ran to tell what they have seen. Peter began to think, What about Thomas? What will it take to convince him? Will he and the others believe us? They found Thomas hiding with the others. Thomas was astonished at the news, as were they all. This can't be, he shouted. Weeping, Thomas said, I saw him die. I will not believe you unless I can put my finger in his wounds. Suddenly, before Peter could speak, Jesus appeared. Standing before them, Thomas fell to his knees and shouted, My Lord and my God, he has risen. He has risen indeed. Happy Easter. From the Lee Brothers. tradition really tradition rooted in 2000 years of history and one that uh, Richard and I look forward to every every Easter weekend we've been doing that that segment for how many 15 years I mean we don't there 17 but I mean it was 15 18 18 I'm sorry 18 I've a, years gosh are you sure your math is I'm accurate sure I'm about that. that okay I mean it being Virginia citizens and American Patriots this is where it was. It's rooted in this this heritage of our country, and uh, this weekend is 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 huge. It's one of the most important weekends in the in the lives of the Lee brothers, our household, and that history goes back to Richard Henry Lee, who signed the Declaration of Independence. Great guy, love, <laughs> love the name. Huge fan, huge fan. <laughs> uh, speaking of of being a huge fan, uh, Donald Trump today uh, had had uh, his little Easter tribute, and I've got to tell you. I can't I, just by contrast, Richard. When you when you hear what Donald Trump said, you begin to think, "I never." Ima-, first, you, never, you, you begin to say, "There's no way this is the same guy that I was against in the primary in the Republican." I, he was the last guy I wanted to be. Told you, exactly. I told you, you love that, don't I said, you? Once he gets in there, you're going to love it. Here's what Donald Trump said today. Well, thank you very much on this Good Friday, Christians. From all around the world, remember the suffering and death upon the cross of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. All right, can I just stop it there for a second? Are you what, kidding me? What? When was the last time you heard a president of the United States say, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? I, actually, you know what's... Uh, what it's been, I, a, it's been well, a while. I know, I know, it's been a while, and it's actually encouraging. But I, I'm encouraged not only by Trump doing that and saying that, but I'm also smiling in such a way that I know that people are mad about it. I'm I'm like, why would you be mad about something like that? But there are. There are people who are like, I don't like that. He said, really? That I take some. All you can do for those people is. Don't say it. Forgive them and pray for them. Is it wrong to take some comfort in knowing that they're uncomfortable? Well, well, actually, I have to admit I do, too. I'm wrong. It's wrong. I'm sorry. It's wrong, and we need to forgive them and pray for them after we get through. Smiling, smiling, and <laughs> chuckling, laughing under our breath. What, however you want to call it. Thank, 
it's not too strong to say thank God for Donald Trump at this point. From all around the world, remember the suffering and death upon the cross of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. At Easter Sunday, we will celebrate his glorious resurrection. Wow. At this holy time, awesome. our nation is engaged in a battle like never before, the invisible enemy. Our th- people are making... Do you think this is a timing thing by God? I'll tell you what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shut down the American economy, make you dependent on one person, me, and then I'm going to roll Easter in the middle of it and see how you react. You know, look, at, look at the way this country's been heading for the last... Ever since Trump was elected, it's been, it's been heading down, you know, the highway to hell. I mean, think about it, how bad it's... You mean, you're talking about morally? Got, you're talking about those like moral? What are you talking morally, about? Morally, ethically, what, what, however you want to look at it. I don't know since it's, Trump's it's, been elected. It's been that way a long time. Trump, Trump, I'm not saying Trump had anything to do with it. I'm saying people have been attacking oh, that I man. Oh, I see what you're saying. I got it. Since he got elected. Understand now. They have done so many skanky things. <laughs> skanky. It's a good uh, word for the radio. <laughs> that's a good word. It's a word I invented myself. No, we didn't. Many weeks ago. No, I'm just kidding. But Trump has been doing a phenomenal job and they're they're losing their minds, literally losing their minds. I'm just I just wonder if if this is a timing issue by the Almighty. <laughs> I mean, there is everybody's at home. You can't go anywhere. Uh, Easter is smack dab in a time where I promise you there's been more prayers in the last two to three weeks in this country than there has been maybe since its founding and since uh, Washington uh, was uh, in Valley Forge. I, I'm, I'm telling you, if this was the plan, it's not a bad one. It's not a bad one for America to stop for a second and go, wait a minute, all these so-called blessings that I've taken for granted are now at risk? And then Easter. Don't you don't you think God had a hand in George Washington oh. leading the American forces and General Patton leading the American forces in World War II? I can't they wait. They were both to discuss it. I Christian can't men, I praying know. men. I, I look forward to to sharing that with you at five. But coming up next. We got to dive into Ralph North. Ralph Northam actually thinks, and others, that this virus may have a racist streak. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, you might be surprised to hear what he says out of his old mouth. Phone lines are open 454 1366. 454 1366. The Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW. It is Good Friday. The Lee Brothers are live outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia. Phone lines are open, 454-1366. Where do you think the Easter Bunny came from? You think that was something created by merchants to commercialize the Easter holiday? No doubt about that. No doubt about that. By the way, we are on Facebook Live. Except we're on the uh, the other Lee Brothers Facebook this time. I don't know how that ended up happening, but we're on the Scott Lee, Richard Lee Facebook Live instead of the Lee Brothers fan page. Not to stick your tongue in that electrical I, I cable. Don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Exactly how he reacted too when the thing sparked his tongue. Four five four thirteen sixty six. You can't make some things up. 
I, I saw the Washington Post article that said the coronavirus is infecting and killing black Americans at an alarming high rate. And I'm like, wait a minute. So the virus is racist, and now we're attacking the virus for being racist? Oh, no, no. that That's what you... You normal people would think like they, they so they caught the virus being racist. It's, it's tracking down. You think normal people would think that? No, way? no. Normal people who read that article oh, would say, "So we think the virus is racist? That's ridiculous." But it turns out, makes no sense. At of all. course, it makes no sense. How? By the way, how would the virus know? The, exactly, the virus <laughs> is not a seek out and destroy <laughs> it's a not. particular race type of virus. I mean, it's just a virus. Wear a mask, wear gloves if you're grocery shopping. Right. Or stay home. Unless you're white, and then it's not a risk to you. How silly is that? Exactly. How incredibly – it's just as silly as having the article come out and say it's attacking black people. No, it's not. It's not attacking black people. It must be something different. Is the black society acting different than white? It must be if this is the case, but that's not what we're told. In fact, listen to the Surgeon General. Here's what he said. The Surgeon General of the United States, Adams, it happens to be an African-American, and here's what his response is. My office, long before COVID-19, has been talking about health equity, has been talking about the need. Hang on a second. Health, health equity? equity? I love how everything is titled equity. Health equity, environmental equity. The heck did this? What is, <laughs> what is health equity? Is it? I, you know what? Only the left can figure these terms out. I'm actually impressed by the left. They're able I to think make they up create terms. the terms. I think they do too. Well, they do on purpose because it's a political way to to win the like game. Anyway. New Americans, and so <laughs> right? Health equity has been talking about the need to help people understand when they're at risk and to actually intervene. And when you look at being, you have to help people understand when they're at risk. You're in, at risk when you go outside and chit chat with your neighbor. You're at risk at the grocery store if you're, you know stopping and chit-chatting with people they, they say it, this this six foot distance is working it's working beautifully i don't know how they know that but they're saying it's working and maybe the virus is just slowing down and going away on its own but they're saying this social distancing is working well the they sur- say they but, even but do it in it's your bigger car than that, though it's bigger than that the surgeon general just said that you need to help some people understand that, and who are these some people? It's black people. The Surgeon General is insulting the black. Listen to this. The need to help people understand. Need which, to help people understand. They need to understand. Who, who needs help understanding? Which people? Exactly. He continues. They're at risk and to actually intervene. And when you look at being black in America, number one, uh, people unfortunately are more likely to be of low socioeconomic status, which makes it harder to social distance. What? Below economical. Did he say, it sounded like he said blowfish economical, but below an economical Here, I'll play status. it again. I'll play it again. Here it is. Uh, people, unfortunately, are more likely to be of low socioeconomic status, which makes it harder to social distance. It makes it harder to social distance if you're below a certain income? That is the most absurd thing I've ever heard in my life. Why are so, you trying now, to? What, what happens now? What is he saying? They're trying to pickpocket <laughs> I, I don't understand what it I means. Don't, that doesn't make any sense of at all. Of course not. No sense. And yet nobody says, uh, Surgeon General Sir Adams, I don't. Are you telling me that if you're on a poor economic status, that you can't socially distance? Why? So okay, that makes no sense. Like, can we all just agree that is insane? 
Of course it is. Because otherwise it would mean that are only blacks poor? Of course not. There's poor white people. There's poor Latino people. If we have to, if we have to do, there are poor radio there, talk show uh, hosts. Tons of them. At least two of them in this room. But I can see one from here. <laughs> if we social, you, the, the, the social distancing has nothing to do with income. Nothing. Now, Ralphie boy, Ralph Northern, blackface Ralph Northern, which by the way he swooped in in his cape to save the day. He he. he uh, With did his you see blackface mask? Did you see the black mix? Did you see this, Ralph Northam? You know, even he should have enough common sense to not wear that stinking mask. He put on to demonstrate what people should do. <laughs> he put on a safety mask that happens to be black, and he puts it on his face. And the NBC NBC Washington uh, uh, affiliate put this on their Twitter page in a striking moment. Governor Ralph Northam put on his own blackface mask. He urged every Virginia to do the same. Oops. So they, many people. I they, met a gentleman in Missouri, and he said, you're from Virginia? Oh, you've got Governor Blackface. That's exactly <laughs> what he said. And then he put a black mask said, on. Yeah, we're really proud of him. He's a, he's a great, great governor. So, so Ralph Northam actually agrees with this insane position that the virus is, in fact, is, uh, is, is racist. Here's what he said. Uh, this week, in fact, we are seeing racial disparities in COVID cases in places like New Orleans and New York. So what's so the what first, are, does what, he what's, think people are running around trying to infect people? I, I, it's the most I mean, because what he's saying is ridiculous. Think of the opening statement. We're seeing a racial disparity does, in the virus. Why do what's we the need point? that? Why do we need that st- statistic? We well, don't need to know. Which race has it worse than the others? I mean, nobody's going around saying, I've got COVID-19. Think I'll go ahead and infect some people this weekend. You want to go along? Richard, it's a great question. So you have to ask, why would the Washington Post, why would Ralph Northam want us to emphasize this? Because they're trying to drive racism in some form or fashion. Even though the virus can't be racist. He's still trying in any way he can to apologize for being caught wearing blackface and or the white pointy hat. Here he continues. Listen to this. And we must be able to measure this here in Virginia. Oh, we know that longstanding racial inequities. Okay, there's the answer. Racial inequities are causing the COVID-19. Exactly. Thank you. You just blame Virginia. It's because Virginia's past that the virus is racist. Insane. All right, your phone calls next, 454-1366. I cannot, I can't fathom this. Northam, you are preposterous. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820. WNTW. Do you want to know what's going on around you? Yes! 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 Okay, good. You're normal. And you should listen to 92.7 FM, 820 AM, where we stay up to date with national news, and you can too. Up to three times an hour with local news twice an hour. And don't forget about our weather too. Say what? Now, do you still want to keep listening to the same boring talk shows on those old talk stations? No. Mm -mm. No, no, no. Hell no! Well, look no further. 
Our local program has top-of-the-line local talk shows. And if you don't believe me, just take a listen for yourself. Do you have something you want to tell your peers? If so, stop by and chat with us so you can take advantage of our open mic policy, where you can be heard all over Central Virginia into parts of North Carolina and Southeastern Virginia. So if you want to listen to great local talk shows and stay up to date with nonstop top-of-the-line news and weather, then turn off those other boring talk stations and tune in to Central Virginia's largest radio news team at 92.7 FM, 820 AM. This is not your father's talk station. Remember when we all got drunk? I ended up with two broke thumbs. Is everything political? Oh my God, I felt so dumb. Now the coronavirus, COVID-19. That has to be politically stated now. That it's affecting black Americans. Now it is. It's affecting everybody. It is, but it is actually affecting black america in a different proportional rate but ralphie boy actually wants to use some political statement he makes this fact that the virus is affecting blacks disproportionately then he goes into why it's happening we know that long-standing racial inequities in things like access to health care education and economic opportunities lead to differences in underlying health conditions so if He's, people had better access to health care, they wouldn't – there's no way they could uh, get this COVID-19. That's Is that what insane. It, that's, that's insane. That's, that's ridiculous. I don't want politics and everything. Why can't we just say the virus for some reason – and, and we, we, we don't know what it is. It could be that, that the majority of black people have certain other uh, problems uh, with medic, medical uh, background that it's impacting them worse. But it's not because America or Virginia was inherently racist. It has nothing to do with it, Ralph you know, Northam. You call him, yeah, people call him black, Governor Blackface. They call him Wreck-It Ralph. If Wreck-It Ralph. You call him Wreck-It Ralph. Well, yeah, I do call him Wreck-It Ralph. It's, this has nothing to do with race. He is still trying to get a portion of the black community to support him the ones that turned against him, then when they found out just how racist he could be. By calling you know, him ignorant? He wants to run for Senate. He calls him ignorant. He's actually saying the reason you're getting more virus is because you're ignorant. <laughs> that's what he's saying to him. And it's and it's it's offensive, quite well, honestly. Well, that, that's how he's apologizing. <laughs> By calling like, yeah, he's right. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a he's a he's an idiot. He's an idiot, Ralphie. All right, coming up, more on I this. Hope, I hope, I hope he doesn't become senator. We've got to. Uh, we're going to play the rest of this clip for you, and then he signed 800 bills this week. One is an X on your driver's license. You can't make it up. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820, WNGW. of Political Talk Radio, the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Just after 432, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the city on the game. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother, sitting to his left, sometimes as far left, is Richard Lee. You know, we should go through, Richard, at some point, the Virginia Citizens and American Patriots statement and how you can become an honorary Lee brother. We don't go through that enough, quite honestly. And you can get an honorary Lee brother bumper sticker. We can ship it to your house. 
With the coronavirus, we can uh, make you come take it out of our hand. We can spray it with Clorox before we <laughs> nail it. We can. Um, there's all kinds However of things. However, you want to do it. Right. The honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker is uh, yours for free. All you have to do is send us a check for five. No, it is uh, made it, out to Richard Lee. <laughs> exactly. No, Patriots at the LeeBrothers.com get you a free honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker. And if I had one, I'd hold it up and show it to you. Without on, a yeah. check. You don't need a check. All you need to do is, is recognize that uh, the idea of federalism that Madison had in mind. And quite honestly, you must agree with all the Virginia founding fathers. It's that simple. And the Lee brothers. And you don't have to agree with everything. And here's the thing. If, if you're totally against bumper stickers, um, we'll still send it to you. If you have a liberal n- neighbor <laughs> or friend. That's what you do all the time. You slap it on the back of their car during the evening hours. True. Excellent. All right, so um, let's just let's wrap this up for a second with Ralph Northam and the uh, the coronavirus's uh, impact and uh, racist virus that it impacts uh, blacks at a higher rate. Which, by the way, it, it it's showing that it does. We see the stats on this, but it's not because America or Virginia or the virus is racist. If you ask Ralph Northam about anything derogatory, he's going to tell you how it affects the black community more so than anybody else on the planet. Well, that's true. It doesn't matter what it is. That's true. The Our grocery th- store is out of toilet paper. Well, that's going to affect the <laughs> black community more <laughs> than any other They're community hardest on earth. That's so true. All right, 454-1366. Here's Ralph Northam again talking about the virus. We're seeing racial disparities in COVID cases in places like New Orleans and New York. And we must be able to measure this here in Virginia. Like we know covert. that long-standing racial. By the way, does it know you that he talks so slow? Doesn't it sound like he's saying covert? Yeah. Well, let's just maybe he thinks it's covert. I wonder if we could speed it up. Let's let's listen to him in fast. We are seeing racial disparities <laughs> in COVID cases in places like New Orleans and New York, and we must be able to measure this here in Virginia. That's we know that speed. long-standing racial inequities in things like access to health care education, and economic opportunities lead to differences in underlying health conditions. The existence of such inequities is one reason why communities of color, including African-American people, are more likely to have some of the underlying health conditions. Are you kidding me? So he just blamed. Let me get this. Let me go back into the fast forward and the fast little voice. Listen to this again. The existence of such inequities. So the existence of inequities in the past from 400 years ago to now gives us. Is one reason why communities of color including African-American people, are more likely to have some of the underlying health conditions that put them at a greater risk with COVID-19. I disagree completely. Do people uh, really think I that? I do, too. That's ridiculous. Do people really think that? That that's the reason? It, it has nothing to do with the past. It has nothing to do with it. No, it doesn't. And it's insulting, quite honestly. And As a, as a black Virginian, you got to be insulted by this stuff. Don't talk down to me, Ralphie Northam, blackface. Don't talk down to me as an African-American and tell me, that I'm, I'm stupid and I can't figure it out, and the reason is because something happened 200 years ago? That's ridiculous. You know, treat, treat everyone the same. But Ralph thinks he's treating everyone the same by pointing out differences and then uh, exasperating it. Meanwhile, as he comes away from the virus press conference where he's blaming the, the racist virus, he signed 800 pieces of legislation, including a bill... That would allow you to put X on your driver's license. So your X. Generation 
<laughs> no, it's not Generation no, it's not X. Generation X. No, it's Gender you can, X. You can get a star on your driver's license too if you've been a good boy. That has nothing to do with gender. Hey, you think that's funny? Yeah. Oh, you like that? <laughs> that's right. The star is so you can just jump on an airplane. So the next 19 terrorists that come to America to fly planes into buildings and such will be sure to get the star on their Virginia driver's licenses. They had them, by the way. Yeah, every one of them. All so, 19. So 800 pieces of legislation, he sneaks off, signs them, and we're really not even mentioning it. One of which is this non-binary gender option on a driver's license application now. The actual bill requires the Department of Motor Vehicles to offer any applicant the option to mark male, female, or non-binary when designating the applicant's sex. Now, that is a a complete situation for chaos. This is what we talk about all the time on this show. You want to break down a civilization? Forget that there's male and female. Confuse that, and you got to break down a civilization. If you can't have male and female restrooms, if you can't identify someone as a male or female, if we now have a license that you can put down, you don't even know what you are, that is a disaster. That is a recipe for complete breakdown of civilization. That's something coming out of our crazy General Assembly. You know, nobody told this governor that uh, he's going to see 2,500 to 3,000 pieces of legislation come across his desk, and he only has to sign like 10. You know, so he signs 800 because they always go through 2,500 to 3,000 pieces of legislation. And the governor never signs most of them because they're stupid, like this bill. So that's just one, right? Here's another one. He wants, uh, he signed a bill on this, uh, this, as he went away from his press conference and, and hit, he signed a bill making it a misdemeanor to leave a dead animal in churches. Now, I missed... A misdemeanor to leave a dead animal. Well, I better stop. <laughs> I, was just I mean, I wonder how thing. many dead animals you have to leave Is this to happening? be charged with a felony. I must have missed that. It's... Your Honor, this man left seven dead animals <laughs> in churches. Um, who is doing this? That is the stupidest law I have ever heard. Well, uh, almost. No. I'd have to say it's right up. That is the stupidest law. Well, that, he signed right, it right before into the law. Ex, right be, yeah. How it, many people go into a church with a dead animal? <laughs> well, first of all, hang on. Think about this. this. There's some politician, House of Delegates member, state senator, who brought this to the floor. I wonder how the debate went. I, I wonder how people could say, yeah, he's got a good point. <laughs> I mean, how could, they, how could they possibly <laughs> support this bill? <laughs> Now, I don't want any dead animals left in my church. I'm in favor of it. <laughs> well, not only that. I mean, I think Jefferson was right when he said the best form of government is the one that's closest to you. Why would we need to have a law in Richmond that impacts a dead animal in a church in Withville? Which, by the way, is about a four-hour drive from here, in case you don't know. Withville's on 81. Is well, that I know exactly. No. No, it's at 77 81, yeah, right? Yeah, 77, is where it is? Okay. almost on the 81 Ramp and it doesn't look like uh, Withville. It's W Y T H E Ville. You wouldn't say you'd say with. Well, I don't know. Maybe you would say Withville. Remember right? the old commercial with the ship, the deputy. You're in a heap of trouble now, boy. Yeah. Great big round deputy right. with yeah. mirror glasses. That's the guy that stopped me in Withville. He didn't say you're in a heap of trouble now, boy. He just said, "Give me your driver's license, registration, because I'm going to write you a ticket." 
Well, so for what? I'm not speeding. Well, you obviously had an animal in a church, a dead animal. In You're a, a leading suspect in dead animals and churches <laughs> everywhere. It's just, so I'm gonna write you some tickets. I, I wish boy. we could. I wish this was a parody and we could be laughing at this. But you know, I'm just glad we solved the misdemeanor. That the, should make network news. You know, Virginia's been in the in the Remember, network news so much lately for bad stuff. For bad, it's been stuff. embarrassing things. Let's you have know, something bad fun. stuff that this governor has done. Now, here's something funny that he did, not intending to be funny, but here's something I think the entire nation would get a kick out of. The bill. Here's what the bill states: It makes it a class one misdemeanor for any person to maliciously place a dead animal within any church, within any church or on church property. So, okay, so you get caught. I wasn't being malicious. Poor thing was dead. <laughs> I just need a place that's, to put it. Now that's that's always subject of that would most be their defense. About, I uh, wasn't malicious at all, Your Honor. The animal was dead, and I needed a place to put it. What else did Ralph Northam sign? Well, he signed something that uh, I was in favor of. No, there's you, one. You were in favor of yeah. a law. Yeah. Well, I was in favor of adjusting the current law, which had you. If you were speeding at 81 miles per hour, it was reckless driving. And now they've changed it to 85 miles per hour. And he actually signed that. He raised the you know, threshold at, for at reckless driving. At 81 miles per hour, they could take you to jail. Richard, they, they can't literally. Anymore. I know. It's 85 now. It's 85. So, right. I'll so if you're my going, cruise on 84, and I'll be good to go. Yeah. Well, most people probably will. No, I, I, I don't run that fast. You, you know better. I don't run that fast. He also signed a bill requiring schools to stock menstrual supplies. I don't stock want, them. I don't even want to talk about that. You don't? You want to skip that one? I think we sh- probably should. Okay. We might get in trouble on that one. Well, I what know what, I other, I what other supplies should we stock that are necessities on the point? I mean, I think we where, should start stocking are, is there ever maybe personal? condoms from middle school. I think up, we do, actually. You know, <laughs> That's a fr- they probably shame do. Of it. But is there any personal responsibility with now anyone it's anymore? Law? Now it's, it's a law. law. It's a law. That's amazing. But it used to be that these things of life were personal responsibility. You not ever would have thought, I'm going to go to the government and make them stock these things. For it's just, you just didn't think about now. How can you argue again? Scott and Richard Lee, you, you heartless ogres. There are some people who don't have menstrual supplies. And we're like, so oh, they're going to pull uh, up with their backpack and say, okay. fill me up with menstrual supplies. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I can't believe I just said that. They also, yeah, I know. Let's skip it. Let's move on from there. The, um, they also had a bill raising the threshold of election. We talked about that. Legislation that creates a new category of hate crimes. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, well, let's, let's specifically, what is this, throwing tomatoes at somebody? I mean, what is this hate crime? Well, I'm sure it has to do with the LGBT community. Here's what the bill actually states. It includes within the definition of a hate crime a criminal act committed against a person or person's property because of a disability or defined in the bill sexual orientation, gender, or gender identification and requires a reporting of the, of the commission of such crime to the state police. Now, we have talked about this on the show many times. There is no such thing as a hate crime. Now, there are crimes that are done in hate, but now we want to determine what was in the mind of the person who caused a crime. A crime should be punished because of the crime. Now, if you could figure out the crime was caused because he hated somebody for a gender or something, 
then it's more punishable? It also said disabled. If someone were to do something against a disabled person, I don't care what. If they if they did it because they thought it was funny, because they're just a mean beep. I mean, if they're just the scum of the earth that would pick on someone disabled, to me, they should put them under the jail. Well, that should well, be classified. I think that some think kind of moron crime that could be taken care of inside the community, if you know what I'm talking about, with uh, other people. Yeah, as long yeah, as you know where the guy we lives. Don't, exactly. <laughs> we, don't, <laughs> we don't need the government for that. All right, your phone Paul's calls got, next. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Northern also signed gun measures. We'll share that with you next. Lee Brothers, ninety two point seven FM and eight twenty WNTW. James Madison and George Washington would be so proud. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. 454-1366. Phone lines are open with the Lee Brothers just outside the Capitol. 454-1366. Coming up in the uh, 5 o'clock hour, Joe Biden is a gift. Uh, we got some of the, the hilarious statements this week keep you entertained i promise you and then um spend some time talking about generals washington and Patton and how they dealt with crisis and it will be very very timely with this easter weekend we promise enlightening for sure all right um ralph northam signed uh two bills this week actually two out of 400 yeah two of them no was it 800 it was about 800 800 that's it that's so Ralph Northam signed. I hope he's got a signature stamp. Right. He signed five um, anti-gun measures, and he signed a bill that would roll back abortion restrictions. So let me just see if I can put this in the right context for you. Abortion is a constitutional right, which, by the way, it is not, but the left says it is. The Constitution says nothing about it. Exactly. So, And, and it never would say anything about it. Of course not. It's ridiculous. But so... Northam says we cannot restrict abortions. We can't. So what Ralph Northam has done is he rolled back the uh, ultrasound restriction. He rolled back the twenty-four uh, day waiting period or twenty-four hour waiting period. He rolled those back on abortion, like prices at Walmart. He rolled them back. So, and he also rolled back some of the restrictions to be uh, in a medical uh, safe environment. So that's what. Ralph Northam said that nobody, no legislature should get in the way of, of abortion. Nobody should. Now, that's, no legislation could get should get in the way of a woman killing her child. No one, none, no one. Now, contrast that up to what age, though? Co- contrast that to the five anti-gun bills he just signed. Which, by the way, you're perfectly fine to restrict that freedom, which is which is codified in the Second Amendment, loud and clear. Abortion isn't. Second Amendment is. It's it's a criminal act to restrict abortion, but restricting the Second Amendment completely fine, which is highly illegal because the Second Amendment is something we all have. It's our rights. So let me explain what a law does in regards to the Second Amendment. Any law, any restriction does one thing. It limits the law-abiding because not a single bill that Ralph Northam signed, the five out of the seven that he wanted, he signed five, will do anything 
to keep the bad guys from shooting good guys. Nothing. Not a single one of them. Because if the bad guy wants a gun, guess what? He's got one. But you, the good guy, you can't buy more than one handgun a month because he just enacted that. He just signed a policy that says Virginia, can, if you only can buy one handgun a month, you can have many more abortions. You can have multiple abortions because you can't restrict abortions. But you can restrict your right to protect yourself. You know, buying one gun a month is a stupid law. Of course. But, but, you know, that's not like we're coming around, ring your doorbell this weekend, and we'll we'll be in the West End tomorrow, (laughs) South Side, day after. I mean, that's not like something like that. But it is just a stupid law. I mean. Not just wrong, you're stupid. If if a person's (laughs) qualified to to own a gun, why not own 100 if that's what they want? I mean, they're going well, they to get to. them once a month. I mean, if they want to build an arsenal, let them build their arsenal. But it comes back to my original point. How is Virginia's one handgun a month policy going to keep the bad guy? It's not. <laughs> I mean, ridiculous. if somebody came walking so to a ridiculous. gun store and buy 50 guns, that's, that's revenue in the state's pocket. All the taxes and everything they're going to pay, it, you know, the, the business is going to make more money. They're going to have to pay more taxes. And, and there's all... <laughs> it makes money for the state. It's well, just stupid. That's like saying, well, you're going to have two gallons of gas a week. Well, and that's at it because, you know, it's killing trees and it's killing birds, I, turning the skies black. I mean, it's stupid. It's I, just a stupid law. I can't get past the contrast between the way the left thinks about abortion and guns. Abortion is is taking the life of a human, but we can't have any restrictions. And by the way, the restrictions on it were reasonable. Abortion They're good? Common sense. Protect yourself, not so good. Exactly. Common sense abortion measures. Now we got common sense gun measures, right? It's just, it's unbelievable. Now, an actress by the name Alyssa Milano is upset that you're buying guns in this crisis. Hi, everybody. Hi. Um, I'd love to start of that. Hi, everybody. Like she knows everybody. I have no no idea who this woman is. Exactly. I have no idea, but she said hi, everybody, so I guess I'm included. I always got a kick out of that. Are you really expecting it? Why would you even say that? Why don't you skip that part and get right to the point? She should pause for a while so everyone can say hi back. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Um, So I'm making this video because I'm seeing reports all over the country of Americans responding to the coronavirus outbreak by buying up guns and and ammunition. And I oh. know that we are all scared oh. and stressed out during these, these really oh. uncertain times, but that is exactly why stockpiling weapons, you know, <laughs> could have dire consequences. What is why? She didn't even tell us why. That's why it could stockpiling weapons. Stockpiling no. weapons. It's not you know happening. what? I don't, I don't think the sale of weapons, weapons have jumped up that much since the coronavirus has come along. Huge. Monstrous, doubling and in, in Virginia. They want to protect themselves. That's exactly from, what they're doing from these evil non-gun owners taking their food. <laughs> <laughs> Here she continues. For our own personal safety and and those around us, you know the the weapons that people are buying today could yes. end up being used in no households, schools, churches, bars, and uh, they could be used there on our to streets protect themselves. in the future. Sure. So yes. we all have to look out for each other. Please, please, please um, share this video to help stop the coronavirus gun surge. Oh my you know God. we can't lose any more lives oh. to guns. 
or the during coronavirus. This pandemic, sweetheart, or after. It's we don't over. even know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Your video is not going to stop yet. <laughs> if someone is going to buy a gun, they're going to buy a gun. You just want to be able to get into your neighbor's house in their pantry. Her heart is huge, Richard. All right, coming up, we'll play the PSA. What, is, what, what does she do? The uh, Lee Brothers. She's an actress. The Lee Brothers PSA on guns coming up, and your phone calls four five four thirteen sixty six. Lee Brothers ninety two point seven FM eight twenty WNTW. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Hi, this is Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers. Why let someone pry your gun from your cold, dead fingers? The Lee Brothers don't want this to happen to you. We want your gun. Help the Lee Brothers get guns off the streets. Introducing our new free gun collection program. Simply send us an email and we will come pick up the guns or the unwanted guns absolutely free. We are making every effort to make our community safer from unwanted weapons. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Because we care. Email us today. That's a true, true up here. That's a very true public we will service come help announcement, you. and yeah. it it hasn't worked great for us. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, seriously, if you have some guns, we'd like to have them. In fact, we'd love to have them. We'll come pick them up today. And the law says we can pick up more than one a month. <laughs> Patriots at theleebrothers dot com. All right, um, coming up, Joe Biden. The massive gift to talk radio and the country because he couldn't string a sentence together. Uh, this week was very hard on him. And you might have missed it because, honestly, it's all about coronavirus and no one's really talking about Biden. And the press doesn't want to, quite honestly. They <laughs> they don't want to talk about Biden. That would be very, very bad. They love smoking, Joe. They, they do. But we'll, we'll share these with you coming up. And, of course, a, a great segment on a drive-through prayer. Yeah, you can get drive-through restaurants. You, you, you go through the window. Now there's a pastor set up a drive through prayer and it's working and it's working we'll share it with you all dead ahead check us out by the way 92.7 fm 820 am.com click on the lee brothers New criminals. No, new criminals. A father arrested for being at a park with his daughter while Fairfax County releases jail inmates. That's a crisis. That is a crisis. Joe Biden. Massive gas this week. Let's have some fun with that. That should be interesting. And Generals Washington and Patton. Examples of how to respond to a crisis. Who the great America. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this beautiful Good Friday afternoon. It's a little cool out there. It feels good. Um, not many people traveling this weekend. The highways are, you know, slow. It's uh, But it's, it's nice. It's very, very nice out there on the highways. 
this weekend. Stay in this weekend. Don't have a crowd of people over for the big cookout. This is a uh, a very, very special weekend. So first, this weekend represents the greatest event in all of human history. It is the very capstone in time, and it changed the world. It was a race. A race to see history. But who would get there first? It was barely light enough to even see, let alone run. Oh, but they ran. And they ran faster and faster. They had to know if what Mary said was true. John won. He got there first. He was more eager to see, or perhaps more eager to confirm. Could it be? Could it be, he thought. Could it be that Mary was right? Peter was right behind him. But it was John that saw first. The stone was moved. The guards are gone. Mary Magdalene was right. Someone had taken the Lord's body. But John noticed something else. The grave clothes. They were still there, even separated by the head wrap. But, but why? why? Why would someone take the body and leave the grave clothes? Unless, unless perhaps, could it possibly be? Could it be that someone, after all, didn't take him? Perhaps. Peter finally caught up. He couldn't wait to see. Breathing heavy from the run, he paused and went into the tomb. Immediately, he believed. He saw the undisturbed clothes. He remembered the third day. He did exactly, exactly what he said he would do. Christ was alive. But he asked himself, what about the others? Will they believe? He turned to John and said, the others... We must tell them quickly. Peter and John ran to tell what they have seen. Peter began to think, what about Thomas? What will it take to convince him? Will he and the others believe us? They found Thomas hiding with the others. Thomas was astonished at the news, as were they all. This can't be, he shouted. Weeping, Thomas said, I saw him die. I will not believe you unless I can put my finger in his wounds. Suddenly, before Peter could speak, Jesus appeared. Standing before them, Thomas fell to his knees and shouted, My Lord and my God, he has risen. He has risen indeed. Happy Easter. From the Lee Brothers. Easter's timing is interesting this 2020. We're in the middle of a crisis that is impacting our country, our our culture, our families. 
and it is weighing on us. Our stress is is out of control. I, people are have, have lost jobs. Their pay has been cut. Uh, people are concerned about their futures. They're they're um, they're concerned overall about their health. I mean, two of the biggest things is jobs and health. You lose those two things, it's it is a crisis, and it is scary. But this isn't the first time our country has seen a crisis. There have been many other times. And some of the best examples of what to do in a crisis have been given to us. In December 1944, in the days leading up to the Battle of the Bulge, which was an offensive campaign in World War II by Germany, the weather was horrible. There was a terrible fog to the point that soldiers couldn't move much and air support was impossible. Now, General Patton did something you may not have expected. He ordered the the, uh, Army chaplain by the name of O'Neill to write a prayer for good weather. An Army general? General George Patton asked to have a prayer written by the chaplain? He was a praying man. Patton was a praying man. He prayed over everything. Then he ordered the prayer to be distributed to all the soldiers in the Third Army. He also ordered a training letter on the importance of prayer to be distributed to almost 3,000 organizational commanders and just under 500 chaplains. And his prayer worked. A few days into the Battle of the Bulge, it began to break. The weather broke. To the shock, by the way, of the Germans and to American forecasters who were taken by surprise. Flying weather, the, the ability to fly in the weather brought swarms of Allied planes. And it changed the course of the battle. The only, the only person not caught, not surprised by that prayer working was General Patton. Here's a quote from Patton. I'm a strong believer in prayer. There are three ways that men get what they want. Now listen to this. This is General George Patton, the same guy who had significant personality flaws. He had a serious problem with anger and quite a foul mouth. Said this. I'm a strong believer in prayer, and there are three ways that men get what they want. By planning, by working, by praying. And great military operations take careful planning or thinking. Then you must have well-trained troops to carry it out. That's working. But between the plan and the operation, there's always an unknown. That unknown spells defeat or victory, success or failure. It's the reaction of the actors to the ordeal when it actually comes. Some people call that getting the brakes. I call it God. God has his part, our margin, and everything. That's where prayer comes in, unquote. General George Patton. Truly great America. An amazing example of what we should be doing in a time of crisis. After the signing of the Declaration of Independence, a great malaise came over the colonists. They were frozen In inaction, John Hancock, who had the biggest signature on the Declaration of Independence, said this, For all that is good, that is right and true, just don't pray. Act. Also a call to prayer. At the the battle of Moglahila, which was a battle in, in Philadelphia with George Washington when in his 20s. He was, I think, 23 at the time. The, during the French and Indian War, an Indian chief had told his 
uh, men to shoot at George Washington on his horse. Many of you may remember this story. He had his hat shot off his head, two bullet holes in his jacket, and two horses killed from underneath him, and he survived. When he wrote home, he said, I should have been dead. It is by God's grace and prayer that spared me. And later on, he met that same chief, and that chief bowed to George Washington and called him a god. And Washington said, what are you doing? And the chief told him that we were trying to kill you and had you dead aimed center and could not kill you. And at the end, we we said, do not shoot him. He's protected by the gods. That is an amazing, amazing story about some of our founders of our country. That's when he slapped the chief really hard (laughs) and said, uh, get up. Don't bow to me. I'm an early version of George Patton. Go away. No, I'm just kidding. How do we respond in a crisis? You pray. More on that next. And your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. Traffic and weather together is 15 and 45 after the hour. Here's your Good Friday traffic report brought to you this hour by the Bill Murphy Show, Monday through Thursday, 4 to 6 p.m. right here on FM 92.7 and AM 820 WNTW. Traffic through the I-95, I-64 interchange, flowing smooth. Take your time through there and travel safe if you're going anywhere this weekend. Now here's your Easter weekend forecast. This afternoon, a high of 55. Overnight lows in the upper 30s. Tomorrow, sunny with highs in the mid-60s. Lows in the low 40s overnight tomorrow. Easter Sunday, cloudy skies, highs in the mid-70s. 55 degrees in Richmond, 55 degrees at FM 92.7 and AM 820, WNTW in Chester. Hi, everybody. I'm Kristen Chenoweth. When our service men and women return from war, they often carry wounds that the rest of us cannot see. Up to one in five veterans who served in Iraq and Afghanistan are diagnosed with post-traumatic stress. And often, even the best treatment, including medication and therapy, they fall short. Sadly, more than 6,000 veterans die every year from suicide. Thanks to the life-saving power of the human-animal bond, professionally trained service dogs can help. But connecting a veteran with a well-trained service dog can be difficult. Wait lists are long, and training can cost tens of thousands of dollars. But service dogs can bring healing. If you're a veteran or know a veteran struggling with post-traumatic stress or traumatic brain injury, please go to AmericanHumane.org to learn about their Pups for Patriots program, which provides dogs to veterans for free of charge. Let's help our veterans heal from the invisible wounds of war. We're on Facebook Live. Check us out there. Sorry, I had to get up and do a little dance for you there. At the Lee Brothers is our Twitter. At the Lee Brothers. 454-1366. Your response to this crisis on this Easter weekend? Don't panic. There is a sovereign God in charge, and you can take hope in that on this Easter weekend. That's right. Just uh, email us your address, especially if you have ham and turkey. 
and we would bring our coronavirus clean selves down there <laughs> and chat with you. All right, so an interesting thing happened in Texas. You, they're, they're closing churches. You can't go to a church and have your Easter weekend. It's impossible, unless there's 10 or less, and most churches have more than 10 people, so you can't really do that. This, you, you can obviously stay in your car, and you can get burgers and groceries, even prescriptions, but in Temple, Texas, north of Austin, you can now drive through for something even more important, prayers. I, I, I kid you not. That's this, a great idea. The shirt, great idea. Would you do that? Excellent. Would, absolutely. <laughs> I would. I would pull right in there if I was going by. This is called Trinity Church, and every day, every day, they set up this little booth, this ten by ten pop up tent. They've got kids with signs saying, "Pull in for your drive through prayers." Do you drive through the tent, or do you pull up on the outside end? Let's ask the pastor. Well, we have the tent set up, um, and then we have a few a few signs on the road front that uh, some of them are kind of like a little wire-formed sign with a paper in the middle, almost like a real estate sign. And uh, we've got different people that are manning it. I I have not been out there but just a few days in the last three weeks. But um, there's been somebody here every day for the last 21 days. And they'll be out waving at folks on the street. They'll be lifting up signs. Um, One of my favorite is prayer is essential. So... This church is finding a unique way. That's awesome. Now, I'm not sure who would go through. Now, I'm sure who would go through the drive-thru at McDonald's. I'm pretty sure that's, you know. That would be you. That would be. Well, that would be I you. Would, I don't. I don't go. I go through the drive-thru at Chick-fil-A. But that, these drive-thrus are so popular right now. Why not? And, and you might be surprised who's going through them. I think the pastor even tells you. And uh, thankfully, we're in Texas. We have a governor that. Um, has actually mandated that churches are essential, which I'm so right. thankful for that. Yeah. But, you know, we still have to work within the confines and limitations right. of no more than 10 and then the social distancing thing. They'll pull up. Um, we'll ask them if they want us to wear a mask or gloves. Interesting. Um, some of them say yes. Some of them say no. Uh, we've got hand sanitizer, glass, or uh, excuse me, um, gloves and masks uh, available. So uh, we just try to do the best to meet the needs of the people for the level that they want us to minister to them in. That's awesome. You know, the governor of Florida said swimming pools are essential. <laughs> All the pools in Florida are opening back up. I'm not what, kidding. What's that have to do with the church drive through Nothing. Okay. Just ju- <laughs> I just thought it was a little hey, bit. shut up. You know how a, how a squirrel sees something shiny? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. You're, you're riddled He's with gone. ADD. Yeah, that I makes am. both of us, which makes it for an interesting show. So here is, um, here's a church who said we can't open. But I wonder what the response would be if they put up a 10 by 10 tent, said drive through for prayer. And the response has been unbelievable. Apparently, there's 35,000 cars that drive by this church every day. The pastor continues to tell us about it. There's a good number of cars that come by oh, our, our building here daily, probably 30 or 35,000 cars a day. And uh, the needs are extreme from one extreme to the other. Um, people are coming in. Uh, requesting prayer for just peace in this time because so many people are troubled, wanting protection over themselves, their families. We've prayed for marriages, children, finances. We prayed for President Trump that he would have wisdom on how to handle these situations. All right. So if you are at all believe in prayer, and you could be, you'd be in the company of General George Patton, you'd be in the company of General George Washington, you'd be in the company of John Hancock. 
the Lee be, brothers. You'd be in company of exactly the Lee brothers and and including this pastor. Then this makes sense, and to participate, and that's what I call prayer. I call prayer participating in in, in God's plan, and to participate is is an amazing privilege, and it can heal the land. And I believe that what's happening now, even on this Easter weekend, is that very principle of of prayer changing you and changing our country. So who has shown up at this? I think the pastor even tells us who's shown up. Uh, local police officers stop in for prayer. State troopers have stopped in for prayer. Now that's interesting. Imagine driving by the drive through prayer center, and you look over and see a state trooper. And, and by the way, who who shouldn't? Is it why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't every police car going by stop? I, I mean, they, they are public servants. They're there to protect us. I'm just curious. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Four five four thirteen. Would you? Four five four thirteen. Would you stop at a prayer tent and pray? Would you encourage someone to do so? Verses. Um, we just had opportunity after opportunity to minister to the needs of people, people that probably would not have come into the church normally, but because they are in need and there is a readily available place they can pull into, uh, they're doing it. We've, we've had a few people who have said, I've driven by multiple times and I finally got the nerve to come in. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the Lord has met them and he's ministered to them. Um, and we've seen people wow. just, just blessed just touched we've seen healings we've seen all kinds of good things happen simply because people were hungry and there was somebody there to meet the need and offer them jesus is there i bet you their congregation grows two or threefold exponentially after uh this nightmare which hopefully in the next two or three weeks will be behind us could there be something good happening from this virus you know you have a choice I mean, you can join the mainstream media and the press who wants to destroy the country, destroy Trump, and talk bad about it. Or you can say, you know what, let's make the best of this. Let's, uh, let's learn from General George Patton. Let's learn from General George Washington. And let's learn from, from the founders who went through a tougher time than this and gave up their life, their fortune, and their sacred honor. You, you might, uh, you might struggle in some other ways. Um, but it is, it's a difficult time, no doubt. But the right way to react is prayer. All right, coming up, the most amazing story of the Battle of Brooklyn that makes George Washington recognize divine providence. That's next on your phone calls, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 W. Dave Ramsey here for one of our insurance-endorsed local providers, Brian Nogle with Blue Ridge Insurance. Brian is one of our ELPs for the greater Richmond area because he is a reliable, trustworthy agent that provides exceptional service. Brian and his team can search through policies from many insurance companies to find you the one with the best price and coverage. Find out if you could be saving by giving Brian a call today, 804-223-5005. At Eddie's Auto Repair in Richmond, we know that when someone has breast cancer, everyone they love has it too. 
Catching and treating breast cancer early could guarantee that you'll survive. That's why it's important to get your annual screening. Your family needs you, so make the time and schedule yours today. Eddie's Auto Repair at 3101 Old Hillard Road in Richmond is supporting the fighters, admiring the survivors, and honoring the taken. For a free estimate, call 261-7743. That's 261-7743. Just the facts. Yeah, right. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Closing time. It's one of the first battles. Open all the doors and let you out. It's one of the first battles after the signing of the Declaration of Independence called the Battle of Brooklyn. Closing time. 4,000 of George Washington's troops had just entered Brooklyn and Washington behind him. As soon as Washington came across the East River from Manhattan into Brooklyn, the British sailed their ships up the river, blocking Washington and his troops into Brooklyn. They were surrounded by British soldiers on one side that outnumbered them by threefold, and the ships on the East River. The battle for freedom was over. George Washington was trapped, and the war essentially was done. But something happened that was very interesting. The wind, an unforeseen wind came from the north and blew the ships out of the East River back into New York Harbor. And under the cover of darkness, Washington began to escape his 4,000 troops except they couldn't get them all under night, and the sun began to rise and expose the escape. And then a fog came out of nowhere that was so thick that you couldn't identify a human being eight yards away. And it allowed for every one of Washington's troops, including himself, to escape. And when the fog lifted, the British had nobody. That battle was a point of controversy the entire war. Washington wrote letters home explaining it was by divine providence. There is no doubt in that time that Washington recognized that the power of prayer and the power of, of God was at work. It's most of one of the most amazing stories because it allowed Washington to escape, and he escaped all the way to Philadelphia, to, on, to win a first battle on December 25th, 1776, crossing an icing Delaware River to attack trained professional Hessian soldiers and win the Battle of Trenton and change the course of American history. With soldiers, many of which had no shoes. And left a trail of blood in the snow. It's an amazing story. It, and Washington, it really is. It's such a shame they don't teach kids in school today. And Washington attributed the entire thing to divine providence. This crisis we're in is not by accident, and this weekend isn't either. It's all purposeful. All right, coming up, let's have some fun, shall we? Joe Biden, the gas kept coming. We got clips. It is going to be unbelievable what you missed this week. 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820, WNTW. Slant is the facts. Yeah, right. The Lee Brothers on 820 W.
just after 532. Outside the capital, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. City on the day. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host and my friend and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes as far left as I can get. Is Richard Lee. All right, um, three great videos for you. I'd like to share them with you at 92.7fm820am.com. 92.7fm820am.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you to our page. There you get the... uh, the congression, the, the <laughs> a congressional candidate shoots socialism. This is very, very cool. I want to see a cool video. Check it out at 927fm820am.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. And uh, bad guys are in prison for a reason. This video is actually very good. It talks about our prisons and why we have a lot of them. And you're going to be in complete agreement. 90... Why are they? They want to release all these people. Uh, what is the deal? They're I mean, they, they want to release them, and they don't want us to have a firearm to protect ourselves against the criminals. They just let out of jail. Now, if they were busted with a tiny amount of marijuana or something, why are they even in jail? Why are you spending They're not like thirty some thousand dollars a year to house these? They're not people? in jail. That is not the stats. The stats do not confirm that they are not in jail. Well, if they're a criminal. That's why they're in jail. You know, we that should, video, it should be open season on the criminals. We're going to let you out, but it is open season on you guys. The video, and you have to wear this bright green shirt with a, <laughs> with a red crosshairs on the chest. The video for this is at 927fm820am.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you there. And also a final video. In one minute, Biden is exposed. you got to see this video. And he's naked? He's uh, No, thank because God. The implication. Thank God. I thought, yeah, I thought that's what you meant. Exactly. All right, so here is, um, and I know many of you missed this, but there there are four amazing clips of Joe Biden this week. It's about the crisis. It's about election results. Let's try the election results one first. The primary that uh, he apparently won. He was asked about the election and how he won it. And here is Joe Biden at his best. And... uh... But uh, look, it's uh, it's been done. We're going to get the election results uh, about a, what a, another week or so after this. I forget the date, the thirteenth, and uh, I you know. But I I think that uh, uh, you know I I think if 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 there is, <laughs> and where's my butt buddy? Is my butt buddy here in the audience? <laughs> Un- now listen to that again. And uh, I you know, but I I think that uh, uh, you Where know. I, I think if, if, if there is an election, if there was an election, if people, depending how many showed up, I think I will have done well. But who knows? We're going to find that out. Are you hungry, Joe? <laughs> what is the deal here? That was gibberish. Pure, yeah, pure gibberish. He is the master at that language. I didn't take gibberish at school. Obviously, <laughs> he did. You believe that? Listen to this again. This is just. And uh, I, you know, but I. You I know, he's stuck right here. You know, he's stuck. He's trying to figure out what am I going to say? Let me see if I can just speak and make something up. And uh, I, you know, but I, I think that, uh, uh, you know, I, I think if, if, if there is an election, if there was an election, if people, depending how many showed up. I mean, that is. Are that there are a lot of confused pure... people out there that are bouncing their head. I'm down. Yeah, I get it. I understand what he's saying. No, nobody no, understands what he's saying. No, nobody. there isn't. And actually, I kind of beginning to feel bad for Joe. I didn't initially because I thought he put himself in this position. The guy's exposed to who he is, and that's it. I'm not a big Joe Biden you know, fan. He's a I huge feel leftist. sorry for him. I've, I've seen so many posts on Facebook since uh, Bernie dropped out saying, there are people, I'm not even going to vote. I'm not even going to vote. 
I just this isn't that hard of an election. This is probably I, I one of the easiest. I want to respond and say, this you're is, right. This, Stay home. <laughs> exactly. Don't go anywhere near the polling place. If the coronavirus has gone from the face of the earth, it might be looking for you come election day. Stay home. Here's another one. Um, this is Joe Biden talking about the crisis and as an opportunity. Now, Biden is exposing a little bit of the uh, Bernie Sanders hidden in him. But here it is. The case where we cannot let this, we've never allowed any crisis from the Civil War. Okay, first this of all. This never? This never. He said on, we cannot on. allow this never. Exactly. Listen again. I cannot let this, we've never allowed. <laughs> he got confused. What are you talking about? He got confused there. Let this, we've never allowed any crisis from the Civil War straight through to the pandemic of 17, all the way around 16. What? what was it 17 or 16? The pandemic of 17, all the way around 16. We have never, never let our democracy sake second fiddle. Way that we, What's sakes mean? Sakes second fiddle. <laughs> way that we can both. Sakes? Is that a new word? I'm missing that entirely. Our democracy sakes second fiddle. Way that we can both have a democracy and elections and at the same time correct the public health. I think he meant take second fiddle, but it came out sakes. Can you tell me what else he's he got? His letters screwed up. You think so? You know, you lock in on sakes second fiddle and you don't have any idea of the rest of what he just said you're like what sakes second fiddle you lock in on that and you have no idea what what the man just said but if if you're a diehard democrat you're supporting him tooth and nail until the end sakes second fiddle all right we found we found the clip from that let's uh, take that one and use it for future reference because it'll be great. Here's the uh, here's the opportunity one. This is this is Joe again. Joe Biden, the gift of uh, this is the you gift know what's of funny gab. About this? He's uh, the gift of gab. Yeah, truly, he's a truly great American. He is, public sure servant, yeah, been around forever. Never done anything but right. public service. So he, you know, if he had to work, uh, he wouldn't have a clue what he had to do. I uh, this is the best the Democrats had. Remember that big old they had what 15, 16 people running. This is what they came up with. We have an opportunity, Chris, to do so many things now to change some of the structural things that are wrong. He likes like this word. What? He likes the, these word things. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Oh, a thing. To do on. so many things now to change some of the structural things that He's are got wrong. this thing going on with things. I don't know. If, if the word thing didn't exist, he would create it. Yeah, I mean, this is where it's in oh, every you know, the, you know the thing. Okay, so <laughs> that, that was his Remember, he's trying to quote the declaration. Go, you know the, you know the thing. You know right, the so, thing. You know the thing. All right, back to Joe again. We have an opportunity, Chris, to do so many things now to change some of the structural things that are wrong, <laughs> some of the structural things we couldn't get anybody's attention on. And oh, so like okay. what? All right, like what? We, Prior to the coronavirus coming along, this country was sailing. We were like a rocket ship. That would never run out of fuel. Unless you were a leftist puke and you realize. Yeah, exactly. then you were like, man, I don't like flying this high. <laughs> you know, uh, the people don't depend on us anymore. They don't depend on us. We can't grab them by their butt and, and hang on to them when it's doing this. Everybody's prospering. Everybody's happy. All right, so Joe, Biden said nothing. He said a thing, thing, thing so far. But what would make a liberal Democrat want a crisis like this so that we could focus on something who who thinks this way they do they they say that we can't pass up any decent crisis and this is like 
Ooh, a, a this big is one. solid gold. <laughs> Here it continues. Some of the structural things we couldn't get anybody's attention on. In a sense, no pun intended, the Band-Aid's been ripped off here. Every- what do you mean, no pun intended? That's exactly a, what you meant to sense, say. And it's not a pun. It's, a, a sense, it's an analogy. He says, in a sense, no pun intended, the Band-Aid's been ripped off. Let's what see, the Well, I don't know. In a sense, no pun intended, the Band-Aid's been ripped <laughs> off here. <laughs> That's phenomenal. What does <laughs> he a, mean? I don't know. What's a Band-Aid on a, I don't know. But in a sense. In a sense. No pun intended. People are probably going, what? Yeah, so, yeah exactly. exactly. What's the pun? Everybody now understands that we have a voting system that is not that, that is not transparent and clear what? and available what? for everyone. Are you kidding me? You know what? That's absurd. We now have a non-transparent voting system that is the most transparent done in the states, and everyone can vote. You know, back when Obama got elected the first time, there were districts in different states where 100% of the votes went to Obama, which is not even possible on another planet, let alone Earth. <laughs> and now we don't have a voting system that's transparent. Place. So in other words, if they can't roll buses into town, I remember the interview with one lady. She said, I've, I voted in nine different districts. And he said he was going to give me all this stuff. And I haven't got a thing yet. Not a thing. And she vanished. I think they gave her the thing. <laughs> the thing. The thing. The thing. You know the that, thing. That is not transparent and clear and available for everyone. Everyone understands that the environment has impacted on this coronavirus and mounting evidence of that. What? The environment. So we should what? just throw a match in the woods and burn what? it all down? That you is know, the wor- I don't even The know environment that, has impacted on the coronavirus. That doesn't even mean anything. I'm so glad to know that. Again, listen. Everyone understands that the environment has impacted on this coronavirus and mounting evidence of that. What? People are standing in the crowd, elbow each other, going, no, they're not. Uh, that's they're a smart apart. man right there. They're six yes, feet apart. Yes, that's a smart man. They're six feet apart. No one's elbowing anyway. No, not when they listen to him. <laughs> All right, the so environment has impacted on the coronavirus. It doesn't mean anything. So as long as we have an environment, we're going to have coronavirus? <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Quit. I'm, this is hurting my head. That doesn't make any sense. Of course not. That's why Biden's fine. All right, here's the final one. This is what he's talking about. Um, is it a good idea that Trump makes people stay at home? And actually, it turns out. Oh, he's got to say no. Oh, listen. Remaining states that have not implemented stay-at-home orders. Well, it seems to me that uh, it's a mistake. I think that uh, one of the things that is wrong is the bottom line with this administration, and it moved too slowly to the deal with the crisis, too slowly to deal with, and now people are worried that they're going to be too slow moving forward. Well, if I were a governor, I'd be very worried about making sure that I didn't move too slowly. I like so he's, He wants to be a governor now. I like the begin. <laughs> I don't think that was the point. No, I don't think so either. But <laughs> I think that's... Uh... So this is what's funny about, if you just listen to the beginning, how he's trying to get his thoughts together... And by the way, he says thing again. Well, it seems to me that uh, it's a mistake. I think that uh, one of the things that is wrong is, is the bottom line with this administration, and it moved too slowly. The is bottom line. The bottom line. With this administration moved too slowly. Trump moved this <clears throat> faster than anyone. he knew. Go, you know the you know the thing. <laughs> That's just too much. The thing. That the was thing. a horror movie back in the '60s. It's a good movie. Line dog face pony soldier. You all right, so that was another movie back in the 60s, the well, 50s or 60s. I think what you're finding is 
that Biden is kind of the gift to to talk radio. Conservatives to, uh, everywhere. And uh, and Neil Smith, an old butt buddy. Are you here, Neil? Neil, I miss you, man. I miss my butt miss buddy. You. Everybody's clapping. Yes, I want to be your butt buddy. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Is there a special training class or something I have to go to? You're a lion, dog-faced pony soldier. Yes. All right, uh, coming up, we got to talk about this. There's uh, Fairfax County is releasing jail inmates while a father is arrested for being at a park with his daughter. That is next. And your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. No opinion, no slant, just the facts. Yeah, right. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. This, uh, this crisis has led to other crises. I mean, it is really unbelievable what is happening in our country. We have, uh, in case you missed this, in Colorado, a father was put in handcuffs and taken away in front of his six-year-old daughter for violating social distancing rules. Get out. I didn't see that story. Fox News reported that Matt Mooney was playing t-ball with his wife and their little girl a group of three, when a three-trio of cops approached him. The officers demanded to see Matt's ID, and he refused because, like, why do I need to see my ID? I'm playing softball with my kids here. It's ridiculous. And his daughter was frightened. And the three and the 33-year-old said, um, he recanted it like this. His daughter said, Daddy, I don't want you to get arrested. And he said, at this point, he's thinking, there's no way they're going to arrest me. This is insane. I'm, te- I'm telling her. You're with your family. I mean, social distancing is with strangers. It said, don't. It's not your family. He said, don't worry. Daddy's not going to get arrested. I've done nothing wrong. Don't worry about it. And then they arrested him. Probably because he said that they were probably idiots and looked at each other and go, what will we do? He said, we're not getting arrested. Don't arrest him. Well, I guess we better arrest him then. I don't know. That is so stupid. I don't know what's worse. The fact that we have a, a law or some kind of executive order that states that families can't be together in a park or, I mean, that's bad enough, or the fact that a police officer, a police officer would actually do something like this. I mean, aren't you a human being? I support the police. I support all the police. But I, it, it's like school teachers. All of them aren't brilliant. All of them are not sharp as tacks, and, and all police officers are not. Obviously, these officers were not. They're going to arrest a man for playing a game with his daughter? Even if the law of the land says arrest this man for playing a game with his daughter, you're going to do it? This is what really scares me about some people in our police force or the government or Nash or whoever it is. They would actually do this? That's what I, mean, I if- admire about our, our police Departments here. All, just about every sheriff in Virginia has said when, when uh, Wreck-It Ralph, our beloved governor, came out and said, you know, we may go around and have to collect guns, the, the sheriffs all said, we're not doing it. Right. Not doing it, not doing it, not going to do But see, that's it. what I'm saying to you. I have a trust in the, the local police officers and the local people who are human beings with families also. Right. What would make them do something like this? 
what would make the police officer, even if it's the law of the land, why would you arrest the father in front of his kids for playing t-ball? That is so stupid. It's so pathetic. And, you know, that one thing that little girl's going to keep in her memories is that her whole life. It's not going to be the fact that they were playing t-ball, the fact that they were at the park together as a family. It's going to be the fact that the police came and arrested her dad for playing with her in a park. Now, how, how twisted is that? The police department is currently conducting an internal investigation. They're, in t- they're, they're conducting an internal investigation. Apparently, we are, apparently, we're deeply sorry for the events that took place on Sunday and impacted Mr. Mooney and his family in the community. Really? The officers are required to interpret several layers of state public health orders. Then why didn't they? What kind of a... A human being would do something like this. It's the, it's preposterous. You know, there's extenuating circumstances. Even if you're caught speeding, you know, the officer has to make a decision whether or not to charge you with it. <clears throat> Jeff in Richmond, you're on FM 92.7 and AM 820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Hey, Richard and Scott. This is Jeff in Ginner Park, uh, Northside Richmond City. Three points. Uh, we've been saved by the blood of the Lamb. Uh, the other thing is, is that uh, uh, Donald Trump distinguished himself today, uh, maybe like he never has. Absolutely, he was he was on top of the game and just put things in the right perspective. And hey, fellas, if anybody would vote for Joe Biden, <laughs> that just tells you that they hate beyond all proportion Donald Trump. You cannot vote for Joe Biden unless you just absolutely hate. And that's what's sad, fellas. There's so many people right. that hate the man. He's not perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. Sometimes I want to smack him up the side of the head, but he's by far the best choice, and he really cares about America, and he's doing a great job. He's out there every damn day. Yep. It's amazing. You know, we needed a president like uh, Donald Trump, and he's doing a phenomenal job. He is. Jeff, thanks for the call, and it's a great point especially the, um, you know, Trump's perspective on this. But I'm not shocked. I, I never really have been shocked at a liberal. I mean, a, a real leftist. Liberals are different. A real leftist won't vote for Trump. There's nothing they like. That's his policy. Well, so Pete, I understand that. have so much hatred in their heart Richard, for it's about, one it's man? About politics. They're, They're so mad that Hillary didn't get elected that but, they've... I have to hate on somebody and not respect the office of the president of the United States. I understand that people wouldn't vote for Trump, but what I don't understand why they'd vote for Biden. <laughs> I mean, that's just. Well, he's I'm, just fun. Just well, I you know I, Trump has been a businessman in the White House, and I've said for needed. a very long time. You and I have argued that point. Sometimes we argue that, a little bit that we needed a businessman in the White House. I've um, argued that with a lot of people. I, I, I don't know. I know, and now. I don't know how they could possibly. I, I don't argue think it's because he's a businessman. Though. Me argue with me that I like to argue Trump is wrong. He's not wrong for America, but I don't think it's because he's a businessman. I think Trump is a uh, is a pragmatist. He understands exactly what works, and it's not necessarily because he's a businessman. I don't think we need. See, the government was never designed to be run like a. The government was supposed to be limited in scope. It needed to be run like a business because it had gotten so far out of the limited scope. When you've got all of these departments with all of these people and all of this craziness going on, you need a businessman to come in and go, 
what the hell is this? Yeah, and then, fire someone. And, and start and cut down and get down to basics. Yep. But I don't think a businessman can only do that. You think the only businessman? I don't think that. There's, I haven't seen a single politician that could that could have done that. That would have done that. Well, I didn't suggest that's the alternative. Co- most of them are attorneys. I'm not suggesting that's the you know, exactly. I have nothing I against that. attorneys, but they're they're coming out of all. You know, <laughs> coming out of attorney. local governments here. Maybe they started as a councilman, then they got elected governor. Who knows? But <laughs> they're all politicians. Well, you know, yes. they're they're kissing the baby while they're stealing his sucker. That's essentially what a lot that's of them not, are now, that's only democrats i'm trying to tell you these things and you never anyway well, so there's so plenty of conservative point. so faux, i think the country conservatives i think the country is is fed up with this arresting a father with his kid absolutely and the only reason an the only reason i think this is as is allowed right this time is because it people think it won't last it should be objected to and fought against and impugned and mocked and stopped right now, regardless of the virus. I'd like to talk to one person that agrees with that. (laughs) Who would it be? You know, it would be a a liberal. It'd have to be. It would have to be a puke. A puke. A puke. Not a liberal, not a Democrat. A puke. puke. (laughs) Pure and simple. Lee Brothers term. All right. Uh, Phone calls next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820. WNTW. show hosts that think they know everything call scott and richard lee the lee brothers on 820 wntw on this uh on this easter weekend your position makes a difference your your position helps things become clear on this easter weekend see it makes no sense it makes no sense for someone to sacrifice and die for you if it isn't necessary. Imagine standing beside a friend on the shore of a dangerous, raging river. He looks at you and tells you he loves you and demonstrates it by throwing himself into the river and dies. You would not consider this man a hero or even sane. You'd consider him nothing more than delusional. He needs to be on medication. Yet, if your position were different, it would matter immensely. Now imagine if you're in the same river struggling to survive and you're drowning. Your friend sees you in danger, yells for all to hear that he loves you, and jumps in the river to save you. As he saves your life, he loses his own. You would consider this man a hero and worthy of praise. The question on this Easter weekend is, are you in the river drowning, or are you standing on the shore? 92.7 FM and 820 AM.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you to our page. Three great videos there that will uh, entertain you this weekend and the crisis that we find ourselves in. And remember, if we can do anything, pray, like Washington and Patton. This is a different Easter than uh, we've ever experienced before. It's completely different, and I know I'm not telling you anything you don't don't already know. But let's make this a special Easter and share the story of Easter, not the rabbit, but the (laughs) true story of Easter 
with your family and kids. And thanks for joining us. Have a blessed Easter, and we'll see you next Friday right here on FM 92.7 and AM 820 WNTW. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.